Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley is on a cruise and he will be back in a couple of weeks. We have a super fun special guest next week. You guys are going to be so excited, but. There he goes. Oh, I'll just say goodbye. Bye. Boyne Voyage. Sure. Yeah, go with that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so before we took that uh, quick break there, I asked if anybody out there had interviewed people and had a very strange answer to some questions that were red flags or if you said something stupid in an interview in a second we're going to get to a an an anonymous ceo who shared the number one question to never ever ask at a job interview so that's coming up next but before that let's get to mary who's been waiting a very long time are you there mary i am hi when you asked that question i (laughs) literally had to call you up okay good um i Okay, I manage um, a group of developers and IT folks. Okay. So we're looking for a new person, and this was a few years back, Mm -hmm. looking for a new person, and we're asking, you know, general questions, and he's like, well, you know, I'm going to be taken by aliens. And we're all like, what? And it's a phone conversation, not in person. Okay. And it's like, huh. And then he proceeds to go down, you know, like a five-minute of, why the aliens are going to come take him away, et cetera, et cetera. No! And at the end of the interview, he goes, Mary, what do you look like? <gasps> oh, wow. No! Um, and I'm thinking to myself, um, what does it matter? Oh, wow. So two really So we get off the things. phone and it's like, yeah, he's not hired. <laughs> no! Oh, my gosh. So how far did you get along in the process of... Uh... How crazy is that? The interview. Mary, how far along did you get in the interview process before you, like, were you thinking about hiring him and then he dropped the aliens are coming to get me? We probably got, it was a 30-minute interview. I think we got to about 15 minutes. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. That is. Then when he dropped the, what do you look like? Yeah. Yeah. That's really weird. Mm. It's like, yeah, no. Are so, you looking for a bride for the spaceship? Because like, I was giggling. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, got to go. Next interview coming okay. up. <laughs> okay. Right. Bye, Mary. Uh, have a good day. You Bye. too. Bye. Now, if the person Air- Mary interviewed is listening, please feel free to call in and tell us how your alien trip has gone. <laughs> And I wonder if he was like, I need time off work or what the situation was like, is that going to be considered like, um, I don't know, uh, medical time? Yes, exactly. Oh, boy. Okay. So a CEO, an anonymous one, shares the number one question to never, ever ask at a job interview. Um, And I think it's important for all of us to know this because it's very timely. What is it? Okay. So if you are a job seeker. Okay. This person says, if you ask what your remote work policy is during the job interview, they're not going to hire you. Oh, really? Yes. And then people out there may be saying, okay, boomer, like times have changed, you know. (laughs) But this person is a firm believer 
in hybrid and remote work. They think it's, you know, eliminates unnecessary friction in the office. Uh, And also people are happier generally when they get to work from home. But they say facing reality, there's a lot of inflation going on that businesses are going through. And so a lot of jobs could be at risk this year. And he's saying that if you ask that in right away, uh, you know, the person hiring might think, okay, this is a cutthroat job market. And um, to ask that question implies that you could be wanting to slack off. Mm-hmm. And I hate that because I think that remote work is great for companies. Yeah. You can eliminate total offices or electricity that you have to run it. I just think about like big companies who have, they can just turn off the lights. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, so, and then some more statistics here. Um, there was a survey by Good Hire in 2022 that found 78% of managers thought some in-person work was preferred. 51% said that companies would definitely consider pay cuts for employees that refuse to return to the office. Hmm. So if people are like, yeah, I'm not going to come back in. I don't know. You might want to reconsider that. Yeah. You know? And then but you again, have pay cuts, but then they're going to have to pay more to have people back in the office. So true. I don't know how many people are actually going to. It's how such, many companies are going to make that decision. That seems odd. I know, and so a hybrid thing probably is best. Like, yeah. show up if they ask you to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, you've this, got. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say this is also like that first date situation, though, where if you know in your heart of heart that like I'm not going to take this role unless it's hybrid or at or unless it's remote at the very least, some form of hybrid. I feel like as the interviewer, I want to know where the potential employee stands on that issue. So I would ask it right away. Oh, right. Because I want to get that question out there. It's just like if you have a deal breaker in a, you know, romantic dating situation on a first date, I'm just going to go ahead and ask this question because we can either just end this now or we can maybe have (laughs) a second and a third awkward date before this came up. Like it just seems like get it out there on the table. Yeah, totally. Um, So Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, they believe that. It has swung too far in favor of remote work mm-hmm. and uh, performance is suffering from people working from home. And actually Meta, which is the company that runs Facebook and Instagram, they've paused offering remote work options for new hires. I love the word paused yeah. because that means they're not doing it anymore. But it's a softer way of saying for right now, exactly. which is forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they want you back in the office over there. Uh, so. It doesn't really matter if you think you're really good at your job. There's going to be somebody else, the CEO says, that is going to be able to take your place and, you know, give them what they want, which is office time. Do you think that you would be happier if you could do part of your job at home? Um, I've been down that road. I have been able to do part of my job from mm-hmm. home prior to joining here. I actually yeah. worked for eight months uh, remotely because okay. and we, I think, all kind of did in this industry during COVID. Mm-hmm. A lot of stations and a lot of uh, they were able to say, hey, we're going to work from different places, work from home mm-hmm. to lessen the ability to uh, be around people that happened during COVID. And I personally hate it. You hated I it. I absolutely hated it. And what I, did you hate about it? I need to be around people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I need to be around people. I need to have interaction. I love talking about stuff. I love just having that. And that's the part where, whether that's the thought of Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk or not, just having the ability to have your hand on the pulse of like the morale of your workforce, yeah. I think is super important if I was a manager. Yeah. Like, I would want 
to really be able to tell where people are at mentally, where people are at, if they're having a, you know, a good vibe. I want that. So chemistry. if you were a so, manager hiring, you would want people in the office. It, it would probably be a hybrid route. I think yeah. I would go a little both ways, but I think I would want at least, you know, a couple of days a week, everyone to be together because totally. just, and I know I have, cause my fiance and I go back and forth on this because yeah. she is fully remote 100% ever mm-hmm. since COVID rolled around. She has not stepped. I mean, she, she stepped foot for like meetings and stuff, but Absolutely. otherwise she's fully remote and uh, she likes it that way. A she lot. likes it. Yeah. She loves it. But I maybe have a little more old school mentality though, where I like to sit down and look people face to face and I, have yeah, these call- I, talks and I, totally. important decisions. I want people to be in the room making them. And yeah. again, that might just be the boomer in me as she would the call me. She, she very oh, yeah, much refers to me as boomer. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I can just see it from the standpoint of people working at home, that uh, just the gas money alone, sure. saving on gas yeah. is like a big deterrent for going back to the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get used to that, and especially since, you know, prices are skyrocketing for yeah. things. Gas, like, I don't know. I just think that, I think a hybrid is, is good. Like, maybe a couple days a week, everybody is in the office together Wednesday and Thursday, because nobody wants to come in on Fridays. No. Except for us, because we love our job. <laughs> exactly. Agreed. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, we have very important news coming from Pete Davidson. That is next. The Adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Happy Friday. Bradley is finally on his cruise. We're so happy for him. He will be gone next week, but we have a special guest coming in that you guys are going to love. Okay, we got to get to it. Anytime there's a story about peen, we do it at 115. <laughs> Yes, I know we don't have an. We don't have a sounder, but the we, the dong will have to do. Yeah, the dong will have to do. Um, maybe we'll get uh, Rocco to make yeah. something for us. He, it's he the offered. return. Yes, Peen it's the return. Yes. So you said to me in a break, did you see? Yeah. Did you see what came out about Pete Davidson? And I was like, what? So what's the story, Mike? Well, I mean, Pete Davidson has a legendary. At least that's the belief. We've heard rumblings about that for a long time, and he wanted to finally put his foot down and set the record straight. Wow! He says, I don't understand. This was during uh, a podcast uh, back on, uh, actually yesterday. It's really not that special. It's just very normal sized. Not too big, (laughs) not too small. Oh my God. He went on to say, big enough to, uh, you know, enjoy, but also, you know, not big enough to Cause any issues. So it was, uh, it's just according to him, a very ordinary. Okay. Well, I guess he has said in the past, which I didn't know this, that he wasn't too happy when Ariana Grande, that's who got started with this. Um, she said, hinted about that. And so then the rumors started going around and then he dated, he's dated every hot girl on the planet. Mm -hmm. So, People just started to assume that possibly that could be maybe there's curiosity there. And they're like, well, I might as well, you know, I don't know, hook up with him and see what's personally. That's not something that I think of when I uh, get together with people. I, you know, uh, I don't think the average woman is really thinking about that. But, hey, it's Hollywood. So anything goes. 
Apparently, so. yeah, the BDE doesn't necessarily <laughs> have to be tied to the BD. I don't know. That's <laughs> the way it's being said. Now, he has in every time, and actually other people who have dated him have said in interviews that, you know, they love his personality and how vulnerable he is. That's yeah. one of the big characteristics, one of the big words we always hear when women who have dated him in the past talk about it. They say uh, he's just very real, very vulnerable. and Very that's humble. Humble, that's, and that's something that I imagine is kind of hard to find in Hollywood. I'm sure it is. I mean, think about just even when people that you know get a little bit of power sometimes sure. their personality changes mm-hmm. and then they drink their own kool-aid and you're like oh somebody's changed <laughs> and i'm sure there are men and women both in hollywood that have a big head yeah have a big ego absolutely that too <laughs> mm-hmm. all right so what else do we know about this? Uh, the fun thing is, so that's basically, I think, it. I mean, he went on the podcast, talked about that. That's all I really, really saw from that. Yeah. So uh, there you go. That's a little you update know, on that peanut 115. Peanut 115, yes. And also, I would like to say that for him to, I think guys out there, probably if they had a rumor going around mm-hmm. about that, they wouldn't squash the rumor. They'd be like, oh, I don't know if it's going around about me. I might as well enjoy it, you know? Yeah. But maybe he's afraid that people will be disappointed whenever they, I don't know, really get to know him, let's say. Who knows? Yeah. I just, I don't know any other celebrity who is rumored to have that situation going on. Yeah. Go, no, 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 it isn't. I mean, that's the, that is really humble. To come out there and say that. so Very. And he has a new show coming out. That's the part I'm most excited about. Because we were going to talk about P. Davidson. And then all of a sudden I said, well, what's he been up to? Well, we just got our first little trailer, first peek at uh, the new Peacock series. Uh, Bumpkiss <laughs> is the name of the series yeah. um, that is going to be on the uh, NBC streaming service, Peacock. And uh, that is a half hour. They're going to be half hour episodes. And... Uh, I saw the trailer for this and I fell in love. Really? I think Why? this is going to be fun. So it's an exaggerated telling of his life, it sounds like. Okay. To the point where, and I believe it was his uncle. His uncle is going to be Joe Pesci in this movie. <gasps> okay. So there's like a scene where that happens. Or the series. Yeah, the series where that happens. Uh, Edie Falco is playing his mother from the sounds of it. No. I told you, I started hearing this lecture. I'm like, that sounds like Carmilla from uh, from <gasps> the Sopranos. The Sopranos. And turns out, it was. And uh, so she's apparently playing his mother. You've got in the trailer, John Stewart makes All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Steve and Diener hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. An appearance, Sebastian Stan, Keenan Thompson, Ray Romano, John Mulaney, what? Machine what? Gun Kelly, and some are playing 
real, somewhat playing themselves, because he is actually Pete Davidson in this trailer. So if you watch the trailer, it's he's Pete Davidson. Yeah. And then uh, these actors will either be themselves or they're going to be people in his life. Steve Buscemi in it as well. Um, it's a it's a who's who cast here, and the trailer makes it look like a whole bunch of fun. So it's definitely a drama, but it looks like it's a drama with a little bit of heart. He talked about the fact he was... He had like an Oculus Quest, you know, um, uh, VR headset uh-huh, on, sure. and he made the comment, uh, "Yeah, I googled myself the other day, and it's just showing all these different clips of like, you know, his beehole eyes and all of these different <laughs> women that he's been with, and all this different stuff." And he takes off the VR headset and is just like, "Wow!" And he just has like a little shake, like, "My goodness!" Like, Somebody's like, "So you googled yourself?" And he's like, "Yeah." Oh, wasn't no. a good move. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not a good guy. Not a good move. So it sounds like he's going to have a lot of fun with the uh, character that is his own character, which right. is great. Yeah. I mean, that works for like Mark Marin. Mm-hmm. I loved um, the Mark Marin, his show. Yeah. You know, I started watching that before I listened to his WTF podcast. Sure. And I knew him as a comedian, but the show itself is so good. And it's like him, but also fictional, you yeah. know. But a lot of things are true, like everybody in Hollywood wanting him to be on their podcast, which he's basically reinforcing that everyone has a podcast (laughs) and just what that's actually like in Hollywood. And of course, they would want Mark Maron on their podcast because Mm -hmm. he has one of the most popular podcasts out there. So, well, that is going to be fun. And it actually uh, series premiere on Peacock May 4th for Bupkiss. Bumpkiss, yep, Bupkiss, yep. Bupkiss, yeah. Which I looked up, and um, the actual definition is means absolutely nothing. Okay. Like, that's the definition (laughs) of Bupkiss, is it means absolutely nothing. I thought it meant, like, idiot, or it was a slang term for moron, or something like that, but... Yeah, I don't know. And that is what, you know what, him talking about this is genius in this interview, because we're going to be thinking about Uh him, we're going to click on it, and then in every article, which, by the way... I just typed in Pete Davidson, and there were like eight already articles about him saying this, this BDE stuff. That's right. So there you go. All right. All right. Let's see. Coming up next, we're going to try some food, Mm. uh, a couple of really good things to try, and then something else that we think is probably going to be pretty gross. It's coming up next on My Talk 1071. Oh my gosh, it's such a beautiful day out there. And there's going to be some cold days this weekend, I know. But for the most part, spring is finally here. And Livia, they want to help you get healthier and more active. You're just dying to get outside. And if you know you've been sitting around all winter, haven't gotten a chance to bike, hike, or just, you know... Even walking the dog counts, you know, losing weight can make any activity more enjoyable. So they're experts. They're going to work with you when you go in and they're going to build a plan that's just for you. And all of uh, the people you meet with, they're registered dietitians and nutritionists. They know what they're talking about and they know how to adjust these plans to fit your life. Doctor recommended and you can lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. I did the program and I absolutely loved it. And uh, yeah, I'm a success story, believe it or not. So um, call today and you're going to get eight weeks free when you mention me, 855-GO-LIVIA, or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. 
My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Don. Bradley is gone. He has gone on this cruise that he's been wanting to do, uh, just waiting for it all winter long. So we are happy for him. And Mike and I are holding down the fort here. Well, we're still going to do food porn. We have a couple of things to taste that are kind of weird. Well, no, they're good. And then we have a weird one in between. So let's get to it. We don't have anything that's sizzling, but, um, so I... The essence of the sizzle in one of the items. (laughs) We're supposed to kind of feel like we're having something that's sizzling. That's right. We'll get to that here in a second. Okay, so I had a chance to have dinner with, um, a my talker who listens from France. She comes over to visit because she's a native Minnesotan. Um, she moved over to France with her husband years and years ago, so she is... Now just a French woman. And she is also my sister's best friend. Now. Awesome. <laughs> Through Instagram. Isn't nice. that weird? That is so awesome. She's going to visit some friends here and then off to visit my sister in Missouri, um, which is such a cool, cool thing. The internet can be great. It can be. So uh Tony is her name, and she gave us a couple of different types of candy to try from France. And she gave me some chocolate, so huge oh, thank you God. to her. It was delicious. I know she like brought all these gifts Wonderful. for all like so many people on our staff and it was just great. So thank you, Tony. Now I also have a special treat for Tony because I've taken this the first one we're gonna try is Caram Bar. Okay. Caramel original. And on the back I had the French translated. I'll tell you what it says, but first we're gonna play for Tony if she's listening uh the French of the back. All right, here we go. Le caramel carambar devient tendre tout en conservant le goût unique du caramel qui fait son succès depuis 1954. Fabriqué en France. Facile à apprécier tout en étant bon et amusant pour tous. Tendre, même goût. Les plus gourmands pourront toujours le cuisiner avec toutes les sauces. Biscuit cara, brownies cara, etc. Il est maintenant dégusté par le beau Mike et le beau Odon. I'm especially excited for the Mebru. <laughs> yes, right in the middle there. Yes, That's what I'm looking yes. forward to the most. So, yeah, Tony, right. I don't know what I just said. Hopefully it was okay. Oh, yeah. So it, at the end there, there's a little something for her. Oh. It's just like I added in and tasted by the handsome Mike and beautiful Don. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, so we're going to try this. Um, what it said, by the way, was um, Carambar caramel becomes tender while keeping the unique taste of caramel that has made it successful since 1954, manufactured in France. Easy to enjoy and still good and funny for all. Funny for all. Okay. I don't know. Tender, same taste. The greediness can always cook it. The greediest can always cook it with all the sauces. Okay. Kara cookies, Kara brownies, etc. I don't think that that translation of the greediest is right. Okay. It's like <laughs> richest, really, maybe? Like, yeah, it's like supposed the to be... greediest people? Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I just think that people that are super into this can use it in baking. I think that's what it means. Uh, but I laughed at that part. All right, so here we go. You better Let's... take a bite first, because uh, it, it is caramel, so mm-hmm. it might be a little... Uh, we better take turns here so we can experience mm-hmm. this. And, oh. Oh. That is different than a normal. It's like the shape of a Tootsie Roll. Yep. About as dark. And, a roll. But a long, long Tootsie Roll. Um, it's kind of like a cinnamon flavor to it. Wow. Uh-huh. It's good, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Can you taste this? 
It's like a gingerbread. Like it's a, yeah. A gingerbread, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Hmm. That is different, but it's really, really good, of course, because it's French. That's the strangest thing, though, is because you're thinking you're going to get that caramel taste, maybe mm-hmm. that Tootsie Roll vibe, and all of a sudden you're halfway through, and now my breath tastes like I just ate a gingerbread man. Yeah. Yep, that's <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yep, and now... Mm, it's good. Um, okay, so now we're going to move on to something that is not great. <laughs> we're not really too excited about this. Speak for yourself. Okay, so... This is um what oh Lay's chips and these are from China. I stole them out of Bradley's uh, stash. He went Hopefully and he knows either mind. someone sent them to him or he got them at the. I think he got them at the Asian market. I think this is yeah because he that's when he got what did he get that fruit that we all ate the candy that durian um, candy? durian candy. Oh, this is man. I think the same trip as when he received these and these are those uh, the Lay's version. So they're. Kind of like the, the the Pringles, but they're like more of the, the stacks, the Frito-Lay stacks, where right. they're a little bit thicker. So it is in Mandarin. I did not, I tried to translate it, and it came up and said Lay's biz, Busyness Chips. Okay. <laughs> busyness Chips, okay. And then it said Infinity, which could, or it could have been um, Limited Edition. Oh, like sure. Like it gave me both, and I'm like, I think it's probably Limited Edition. Or it's like on the go, is that the busyness part? Like you're busy, yeah. so oh, it's yeah. something that's quick. Portable chips. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, and then it says, um, this is the part that makes us scared, <laughs> and I can't stand these words, finger-licking braised pork flavor. Yeah. It- so we're going to punish ourselves after we just ate that. Wonderful caramel. Are you ready? It smells. You go first this time. It smells, what does it like, smells like like pork, like a pork chop on a stick. It smells like pork, and I don't mind it. I like a good pork on the stick. Hold on. Oh yeah, me... that. Oh, that kind of smells like something yummy at the fair. Oh, kind of like maybe a ramen packet, like a pork. Yes, you we've love? got a winner. Ooh, I okay. love this. All right, here I go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put. Of course, you always need to put. The uh, the side down that has most of the yeah the yeah, flavor that's that where your tongue with, mm-hmm. yep your tongue needs to sit on that give that a whirl ooh the SRM of eating a set oh okay it tastes ah, like the seasoning that tastes like the seasoning you put on a pork chop it's probably got a lot of sodium in it but oh it's got God. that pork chop seasoning mm-hmm. taste to it which mm. is a fantastic taste <gasps> I love these oh my gosh I thought we were gonna be grossed out. Wow. We're going to be grossed out at how many of these we eat is what we're going to be grossed out by. Well, I figured since I stole them from his stash that we should have him taste them too. Yeah. So we'll just pretend we didn't do that. But I've already opened it. Lick one and then smell it after you lick it. I'm serious. (laughs) It brings out a whole bunch of the the smelly flavors. I'm such a follower. Okay. Give it a lick and then give it a sniff. Like, wow. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's real good. For some reason, it reminds me of something at the fair. I feel like it's, you know, be? like a pork chop on a stick, or uh-huh. you know, I mean, that's mm. the it, it tastes mm-hmm. like a pork chop. It's oh my gosh, this is really good. Wow, I'm surprised. I would good totally find. go get these. Wow. Mm, okay, now the busyness chips. I love them. Yeah, the the busyness. <laughs> it's but the words finger licking are some of my worst. Okay, it's up there with lip smacking. Mm-hmm. Like those two phrases are probably the worst. Well, these are lip smackingly finger licking. No, good. Okay. All right. So now we're going to go back to France here. Okay, I didn't here we go. have this one translated, but this is uh Mi- the globe. Mi Choco Noir, which is dark. So it's a dark chocolate with caramel in it, I think. Yeah. 
Okay, ASMR so session right now. Oh, ASMR, right. We are opening. It's like a little, like a Lindor lint type of a, yep. a wrapping. shape. Yeah. All right. It's a disc. Cheers. Okay, cheers. Okay. Oh, it smells a little minty to me. Oh, you smelled it. I went right in. Sorry, I got to smell it first. Mm, it's not has minty. That, okay, good. Because it has that kind of... Okay. Oh, that's good. Mm. If you like dark chocolate... I love dark chocolate. And it has regular caramel inside. Or caramel, if you prefer. Mmm. Okay. Well, that thanks. is thick, but it's good. Like there's, a, It takes some effort. Your, your jaw's going to be tired after eating a couple of these. Yeah, definitely. But and the, it's and tasty. the other caramels, but... I just, I'm just so, I was so excited to have these treats and I'm like, ooh, we got to mix something in that isn't good, but we liked everything. This was a wonderful day. Okay. We're going to rate it on a candy scale of one to five. What do you think about the caramels? All right. Starting with the caramels, I will give the caramels a um, 3.1. 3.1. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I will give it a 3.5. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know. European chocolate and candy is just always so much better. Let's stick on the candy scale, I think, and go with the uh, the yeah. one we just ate. Yeah, the one we just ate before I forget or I'll have to eat another one. <laughs> um, okay. I probably like the weird gingerbread taste of the caramel a little bit better, so I'll give this a three. I'm going to go the opposite way. I really like these. Oh, you like those better? Yeah, a lot better. I'm going to say like a 3.75. This is Ooh! real good. If these were in the office, like sitting in the drawer over there, I would eat too many of them. You know what? That's how it's a good They're sign. They're going to be oh, no, in there because do I can't take them home. I, I mean, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, do I need to hide them from you? <laughs> please do. Put them in the drawer I don't know about, please. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. And then we have, um, what do you think about the chip? Should we do just a chip scale for this? Yeah, a chip scale or yeah. a you know, Pringle-esque scale. Yeah, that right. same vibe. Um, okay. These are, once again, braised pork flavored mm-hmm. chips. I give this a 3.7. If I'm thinking, okay, I like this better than like a barbecue totally. Pringle. I like this almost as much, not as much as a salt and vinegar, but I like this as much as like a sour cream and onion. I'm giving this like a 4.2. Wow. I love these. Like these would be ones I would actually purchase if I saw these in the store. Yeah. If I was trying to get a Stacks or a Pringles, you know, experience. Yeah. Yeah. They, I love it. I thought it was going to be gross because the picture of the pork on the front <laughs> sitting on the print, the Lay's sure. chip, it also it kind of looks like a dessert, but then you realize it's meat, mm. like dripping meat. Well, <laughs> okay. You do meat the right way. It can be a dessert. That's right. It's delicious. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was fun. Okay, we'll have to have Bradley try those as we well. We will. Since Save we it for him. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. What do we have coming up next? Oh, Kelly Clarkson has a new song. It was released today. We have some of it for you to sample coming up next on My Talk. Little Blind Spot. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months 
and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Bradley is on his cruise. Mike and I are holding down the fort. And just want to reiterate what Mike just said. The big climb is coming up next weekend. We just have a little time left. Um, if you go to our website, like he says, uh, you can find, uh, just click on the thing that says Big Climb, and you can donate there. Don't be intimidated about, like, it says sign up to be a part of the team. You don't have to do that. You can actually just donate money, and we would love that. I want to say, I was so thrilled to see a $500 anonymous donation. Oh, that's awesome. That is incredible. Whoever you are, thank you so, so much. The work they're doing um, at uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Foundation is amazing. And the thing about blood and bone cancers are there's so much positive stuff coming out of research. There's so many, essentially, things that could have been fatal before are being cured. Through their research, there's so much positive stuff every year. So it's so important to continue to raise money in that fight. And if you know somebody that's gone through this, you know what I'm talking about. It's just they need the help. So if you could go to my talk, 1071, like we said, put in keyword climb. We would love that. Okay, we're going to move on to Kelly Clarkson. So this new song she has, it came out today. Um, It's going to be on the next album, which is called Chemistry. This is supposed to be her divorce album. Ooh, we love (laughs) divorce albums. Yes, we do. Brandon Blackstock is her ex-husband, and boy, did they go through it. Unfortunately, the business and the relationship were intertwined because he was her manager. And her or her his father was her manager. They basically manage artists. And okay. so and then Reba McIntyre was married to um Brandon's dad. So Reba was her stepmom and it was like seemed so perfect and lovely. It didn't turn out to be that way. <laughs> and now she is singing about it. So we're gonna play a little bit of this new single me that just came out here. It's a powerhouse song and but if you're listening all right now on the podcast, we can't play that and we're going to have to cut it out. But right now on our show links page, you can find the video. I put a link up there currently right now in the present and in the future for people. The future. Listening. Hello, future people. All right. So let's give it a listen. Let's do it. Buried myself into somebody else. Shut out some parts of me, did it so casually I guess I needed that To be able to step back I lived my life without me, I never allowed me to oh, I love that part Too much I've had to live for, put my life on hold for I'm always pleasing someone, honestly, now I'm done. I don't need somebody to hold me. Don't need somebody to love me. Don't 
And at the beginning, did you get some like Beyonce vibes at there? At the very start of it, I literally was like, is this the correct thing? Because at the very beginning, like, let's play it one more time just from <laughs> yeah. the beginning. Buried myself. Like that sounds just that like Beyonce sounds right like Beyonce. there. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I just love it. So obviously, if you listen to the words, this is, I mean, the title of the song is Me. She has another song that we've gotten the lyrics to, and it might be out today. I'm not sure, but it's called Mine. <laughs> so we see the theme here. Yeah. Um, wow, that's amazing. I just I can't wait for this. The album is called Chemistry. It's gonna let's see when is that coming out. Let that me is coming out in May. I don't know the exact. Oh, perfect. Date on that one. Well, oh, uh, yeah. I don't know either, but it's really good we'll that it's it coming here. up soon yeah. because I it really is. Whenever you hear something like eight months in advance, you're like, come on already, you know? So it's coming soon, the whole album. Um, and- so this is fun, because actually, the so it's me and mine are the two different songs, although the way that it is written and everywhere I've seen, I thought that was the actual name of the song, Me, Mine. Oh, okay. I was very confused by it, and if you Google mine and me, then there's, but there are two different music videos, so yeah, that's, okay, cool. Okay. So I wonder if they like our connected and we should listen to i mean find a way to listen to both of them and and see how connected they are how much the vibe of them are uh are the same yes because again it seems like they were tied together here i think so it's got to be uh but i guess in either this song or because we only played a portion of course or the next one um there's a part where she talks about an individual who is weak and full of insecurity (laughs) you know June 23rd, by the way. Oh, June 23rd. Is when chemistry drops. Ah, okay, okay. I remember um, when American Idol first came out. I was living in Texas, and I she's from Burleson, Texas. Okay. I was working for Gatorade, and part of my job was to go outside of Dallas into these communities to boys and girls clubs. Mm-hmm. I had this really cool program. Well, I didn't, but Gatorade did. Yeah. And we talked to kids about hydrating and of course, gave him Gatorade, of course. but it was all about good sportsmanship and stuff. It was pretty cool. But the point is, is that I went to Burleson, Texas, and her, she had just performed for the first time on American Idol. Got it. And the town was on fire. It was like electric. They're like, that's our girl. That's, and I'm like, who is this now? And so watched it, went back the next day and just, it's like all the kids at school. It was just so cute. And she was just a hometown girl, mm-hmm. and she still is just as sweet, totally. Yeah, she's definitely uh, sweet, but has definitely gone through some things, and now cutting loose on it, because you talked about some of those uh, quotes. We got, do have some more here. Oh, uh, yeah, please, Mike. I, I told you I wanted you, but you needed me to need you. Your insecurity was the death of you and me. Too many times you questioned, what were my intentions? I never gave you reasons. You're the one with secrets. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, so, no. Ooh. Oh, That's what fun. does that imply? Uh, was there know. any cheating? Yes. We do know. I thought that was the implication is that. Uh, oh, we do. See, I forget. I got to find You got to remind yeah. me about that. I, ugh, boy, you know. So he, he is, um. 
probably I mean, I know they had a big fight about, you know, the property in Montana. He wanted to live there that they had and she ended up winning in the end with that. There's some um, reports that he's a uh, chronic flirt was the word that was used in the management company. And uh, oh. yeah, I don't think it's uh, officially, officially been said. But, oh, uh, boy. Yeah. OK. Oh, I guess mine has been released today as well. So, so me and mine both dropped today. Oh, yep. Me and mine. Yep. Okay. But not me and mine one song. Nope. That's song, what I missed. Uh, yeah. Incorrectly said earlier today. <laughs> yes. um, other people say the album is definitely the arc of an entire relationship and a whole relationship shouldn't just be brought down to one thing. So there's the good, the bad and the ugly. So there are some songs on there that probably relive the good times. But uh, she's just amazing. I love Kelly Oki. I try to, you know, at least a couple times a week, see what song that she sang on Kelly Oki. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just because it's just so much fun. She's She can take any song, yeah. I think, and make it her own. Yep. And almost do it better sometimes than the artist. <laughs> That's the key. When you can take an iconic song that is known for a certain sound and known oh, for a yeah. certain vibe and, and, and everything, and then just, like you said, turn it into your own and elevate it, as uh, Gordon Ramsay would say, that is uh, a very, very good talent to have. Yes. And she has that in spades. Yes. Okay, so also there's going to be... So she's going to do 10 days in Vegas as well. Okay, cool. So that's a little mini residence the there in Vegas. Man, I would be looking up those tickets. I you know, they're probably going to be expensive, but there are some artists that you are just willing to pay mm-hmm. the money for and she is one of them. Just an absolute Planet Hollywood is where Planet Hollywood. Be. Yep. Okay. And do you have any dates? I on do. That? July twenty eighth through August nineteenth. They are called it's called Chemistry and Intimate Evening with Kelly. So uh just ten dates, so obviously it'll yeah. be mixed up in, in through those days. Ooh, awesome. Okay, well, it looks like Kylie Jenner needs some attention. I don't know if that's what it is, but she can't let Taylor Swift have all the attention, right? We're going to talk about that next coming up on My Talk 1071.